Hello and welcome to the Victory Bell, the podcast. I am your host, Paul Oren, the founder and editor of thevictorybell.com, a website and newsletter dedicated to Valparaiso University Athletics. This podcast is the free-to-all companion piece to that site, but please, if you are not a paid subscriber of thevictorybell.com, I ask you $5.99 a month or $59.99 for the entire year. It, it gets you all the content that's out there, and there is a ton of it right now. But in order to keep doing a ton of it, we need you to keep going and subscribing, and I, I really appreciate it. Tonight, it's about 4 o'clock on, on Monday. Tonight is the first game coached by Roger Powell, first official game, the kickoff of the college basketball season. And we've talked about that before. I put up a big column this morning that talked about how the retention is more important than the record this year, and you will be able to follow along all of my coverage of the Valpo men's basketball team here in the coming days and weeks and months, and I can't wait for that. But right now, today, this is all about the Valpo women's soccer team. I had a great pleasure to go to Des Moines yesterday, and for those of you who have been following along the podcast or know my story a little bit, you know that a trip to Des Moines this year is not really fun for me, but a little bit of PTSD driving back to uh, the spot where my car tried to blow up and continuing on to Des Moines. I got there yesterday, watched Valpo win the match, scoreless for the first 81 and a half minutes. Addie Joyner rips a set piece off the post, bounces back into the field of play. Allie Anderson launches a shot in, and Valpo's up one nothing. And then for the last eight-plus minutes of the match, they had to see it out and make sure they could clinch that victory, and they did that. Some harrowing moments late, and let me tell you, it was so exciting it was great to be on the field and talk to them, uh, interview them. It was great to see them at the Victory Bell last night. We got back, and uh, and everybody celebrated, and about 100 students and faculty and staff were out there 11 o'clock at night. I wrote a 2,000-word story after that. You got about three hours of sleep last night back here today. Just got back from the Bell and Beacon for the NCAA selection party. Valpo will play Notre Dame this weekend at some point. Probably Saturday. The only reason I say that is because Valpo, uh, excuse me, Notre Dame has a bye for football. And so you'd think that they wouldn't want to interfere with Friday night and wouldn't want to interfere with Sunday, although it's Notre Dame, they do whatever they want to. But Valpo and Notre Dame, third trip to the NCAA tournament for Valpo, third time facing Notre Dame. The two teams scrimmaged earlier this year. Notre Dame got the best of them. I think it was 5 0. But Valpo, and you'll hear this in some of the interviews that are coming up from Nikki Coriel, uh, they love that experience, and they're looking forward to going back and playing them again. I just went to the NCAA selection show party, and I talked to a bunch of the players on the team. I talked to Charles Small. I talked to John Maravich. I'm going to just machine gun fire these interviews back to back to back. I'm not really even going to edit them a lot. I'm just – they're kind of – that's the fun of it, the chaos of it, right? We're sitting down with them, and, and they'll just go from back to back to back. And, I, again, I talked to a bunch of different players. I talked to the heroes of yesterday's match. We talked about the bus ride home and the, and the dance party that they had for a long time. You know, one of my favorite interviews that I did was actually one of the last ones I did. I talked to Kara Crompton, and, and there's a, a group of women on this team who they don't play very often, and, and Kara's one of them. But they fight every day, and you see them every day being there for their teammates, being on the team. And, and I actually think it was a, a really good – you know, I, I, I've i known – I've talked to Kara a lot. I've gotten to know her. She's a, a writer for the student newspaper. And and I just asked her I, – I probably blindsided her, and maybe it wasn't altogether a great question that I asked, just kind of about her 
her role a little bit, and, and she got really open about it. And I think it just speaks to this team that they are going to fight for each other come what may. And when it's next woman up, if there's a player down, and we've documented this on the victorybell.com, all of the different injuries that this team has dealt with, picked to finish second in the league. They thought they should have been picked to finish first. They were the defending regular season champions. They finished toward the bottom of the league. Uh, I mean, they actually finished in the middle of the pack, but toward the bottom of the conference standings. And they go and they win four matches, one nil in the conference tournament, back to back to back to back in Iowa. And uh, the first two matches at Northern Iowa, last two matches at Drake. And I'm just going to turn it over to the players right now and, and to Charles Small and to John Maravich. And some of these interviews were done before Valpo was announced to playing Notre Dame. Some of these were done after. So you'll hear a little bit of the difference there. We're talking about, you know, are they going to go to Iowa? Are they going to go to Pittsburgh? And, and that's just fun right there. But I hope you enjoy this. They're such a treat. I, they keep telling me, and you'll hear this, and they didn't want to be done playing with their best friends. And I'll tell you this, I don't want to be done following this team. It really started last year when we launched the Victory Bell, and it's continued this year. They're an amazing group of women, amazing group of athletes, amazing group of people, amazing group. It's, it's amazing all the way through. And uh, and John Maravich at the top of that, and and this just so fun. I could gush on them forever. I'm going to turn it over to the players. This was a lot of fun. This is from the Bell and Beacon earlier today. Valpo will play Notre Dame, but you'll hear the emotions throughout the course of the selection show as we talk about where Valpo is going and how they got there. We are here at the Bell and Beacon with sophomore Molly O'Rear. Molly, what, what's the last 96, 48, 24 hours been like for you? It's been a whirlwind. It's been so cool just seeing people on campus. It's like deja vu from last year when we won the regular season, people just saying congratulations. And I don't know, it feels like a dream, to be honest. Nothing's really hit yet. But I think everything's been leading up to this. We're super excited to see who we're going to play. Your team has been so interesting this year. You've had adversity after adversity. You have been carried off the field at times. You have, I've seen you not, like not on a game day, barely able to walk. Just what is it that has you putting it all on the line for this group of women? I've been asked that a lot this season, even by my own teammates, and I always respond with, it's them. It's my teammates because I love this team so much. They're so special. I know no other team has this. And if I can get one more game, one more practice, or anything with this team, I'm going to take it because it's so special. Last year you came in as a freshman and you won a conference title. This year as a sophomore you come in and you go to the NCAA tournament. It doesn't always work this way, but with you on the roster it does. Um, is this just a dream? Could you have imagined your career going any differently? I definitely couldn't have jumped this up. I mean, I'm just so proud to be a part of this team, and it, it shows that Valpo's a force to be reckoned with, and I know that we all stuck together and we said this is going to be what we're going to accomplish this year, and we did it, and yeah, Valpo's a force to be reckoned with. I think people need to get that in their minds. You said in an interview with me yesterday and other and other players have permanent residents of Iowa. Are you kind of hoping to see the Iowa Hawkeyes up there? <laughs> I think if that happens, that's going to be incredible. I would love to see that. I would love to play any team because we're in the NCAA championship. I mean, NCAA tournament, I mean. And it's going to be incredible wherever we go. But if the Iowa comes on the board, I think we're going to go a little bit nuts. Molly O'Rear, thank you so much. Thank you. We're here with Valparaiso Jr. Addie Joyner. Addie, you are from Chesterton, and you were, I don't, I'm going to feel old regardless of what number you tell me, but how old were you when Valpo last went to the NCAA tournament? 
Oh, You've been like 11? It was in 2014, and yeah. I was born in 2003, so... 11, yeah, yeah 11 there we go. Uh, you grew up watching Valpo soccer, I believe. What do you remember? Uh, did, did you go to any of those games when you were 11, anything like that? I don't really remember um, exactly which games I went to, but I remember just being in the stadium, and the atmosphere was super fun, and I like just wanted to go back, and I wanted to be there more. You are now going to go to the NCAA tournament with your relatively hometown school, right? <laughs> Uh, it's been about, uh, you know, what has it been, 18 hours? Maybe, I know it was almost 24 hours since you won. Uh, what's the last 24 been like? Has it, has it sunk in yet? Um, I think it definitely hadn't sunk in last night at all. I woke up this morning, and I was still kind of in shock. I was like, was that a dream? Did that actually happen? Um, a lot of us were talking, and we've, like, rewatched videos from the game, and, like, I don't remember <laughs> half of, like, the last like 10 minutes of us seeing out that game to finish it. But um, it's definitely sunk in a little bit more this morning. It's going to take a little bit longer to fully sink in. I'm really excited to see who we play today, which will be interesting. Do you want Notre Dame? I mean, that's probably – It's Valpo's always played Notre Dame. The NCAA likes to do geography things. There's a chance, I guess, it could be somebody else. But uh, how do you think about that right now? Um, I think getting Notre Dame would be super cool. I just think anyone we get it would be super interesting to play against. I mean, we're going to go in and we're going to compete and we're going to – put up our best fight and see what happens. But I know Coach has been to the NCAA tournament before. None of us have, and he got Notre Dame. And so he was—he mentioned to us, he was like, hopefully we can get sort of a different experience for him. But, I mean, it's completely out of our control, so whoever we get, we're just excited to go. If you were to get Iowa and have to go back <laughs> to Iowa, how, I mean, how would that be? <laughs> we were joking about that on the bus. I think Nikki Coriel said, like, if anyone's going to get sent back to Iowa, our life is a meme. So it would probably be us. <laughs> but, I mean, I think if they send us to Iowa, that's their own mistake because we've definitely had a lot of success there before. <laughs> I want to end with this. Um, do you think about, and maybe this is like a really heady and maybe even emotional question, there's 11-year-olds out there right now who are watching you guys and, and probably wanting to be you someday. Is that like a, a weird feeling to realize that you guys are probably role models for a whole nother younger generation of people? Yeah, it's definitely a weird concept to grasp. I mean, that's definitely like just the best part about it all is that you can inspire the next generation. But at the same time, I think all of us look at ourselves as still like kids. Like we're only like 20 years old. So it's crazy to think that we can be those role models for those younger kids. But I'm excited to see how they do when they come up. Very good. Addie Joyner, thank you so much. We cannot wait to see that. Of course, you're probably going back to Iowa somewhere. <laughs> we are joined now by senior defender Aubrey Ramey from Jacksonville, Florida, but you have made the Midwest your home. Illinois for a little bit, Indiana for a little bit, Iowa for a while. Who do you want to play in the NCAA tournament? Honestly, we kind of want to play someone maybe on the East Coast. I'm feeling, you know, as much as we love Iowa, love the Midwest, I feel like maybe we need a break. Um, or Pittsburgh would be awesome. I would love to go to Florida. Um, hopefully anywhere but Iowa. But, you know, <laughs> we'll take what we can get. <laughs> what has the last uh, 24 hours been like for you? It's kind of been crazy. I've been joking around that it doesn't feel real. And I think when the teams get picked and we figure out who we're playing, um, I think it'll get real pretty fast. And But I think it's been good. I think we've been able to enjoy these 24 hours, just been able to have fun together. And this party's an awesome opportunity to be with our team. You said this to me yesterday uh, that a year ago yesterday you almost walked away from soccer and yeah. said you walked into this Valparaiso locker room. How hard was that to go into a team that has was coming off of a really disappointing end of the year? All of a sudden you're, you know, joined this group of seniors who've been together forever. Was that hard? Was that easy? And what has that experience been like? It's honestly, we talk about this a lot. Like I, it feels like I've been here forever. I don't feel like I've been here for 11 months now. I feel like 
Valpo has always been my home, and my senior class has been amazing. The whole team has been amazing, and um, I just can never say thank you enough to everyone here. It's This has been the best year of my life. I've heard there was about a five-hour dance party on the bus on the way home. Who had the best dance moves, and what did they dance to? I would have to give it to Allie, um, Allie Anderson, special shout-out. She um, she's kind of taken over this new persona, the "Where Have You Been" song by Brianna, um, a classic that really brought us all together after the game. I would say that one. <laughs> very good, Aubrey Ramey. Thank you very much for joining. Thank you. We are here with Valparaiso coach John Marovich. What have the last twenty-four hours been like for you? Uh, a whirlwind. I got a little sleep, but it was nice to sleep in my own bed in the state of Indiana and uh, not in Iowa. So that was the best part. <laughs> uh, if, if I've been asking a couple of players, if Iowa shows up. I mean, are you just going to be happy? I mean, I, I haven't looked enough at the projections. I know they're an automatic qualifier out of the Big Ten. Probably not going to be hosting, but um, if it was Iowa, would that just be, like, par for the course? I think it would be perfect. We'd be happy to go back to Iowa. Then they might ask me for taxes later on. Um, <laughs> but but in all seriousness, like, I think they know us by name at the I-80 truck stop, the world's largest truck stop. It's a staple stop for us. Uh, but, no, I it, it's been great. It's been great stories, and we're just excited to be a part of all of this and, and bring this back to campus. So uh, we're, we're excited. Last night, the bus rolls in at 11 o'clock, and there's 60 people or so there. Uh, I'd imagine those are the moments that make it all worth it, right? Oh, no doubt. And, and to see everybody there and, and excited for, for our players to get off the bus and the cheering and the ring the bell with everybody and guys on people's shoulders with foam fingers, uh, you know, then showing me the videos of them that they posted on their social media with the, as the goals being scored and their reaction that was captured on the security camera and their fraternity. Like those are the moments like that's, that's college sports, that's college athletics. And uh, my shout out goes to, to all of the people who were there last night, but, but those folks that have taken a special interest in cheering us on, we, we appreciate you and, and, and we want you to come wherever we go. In interest of full disclosure, we're recording this before the announcement. I want to ask you this. I have covered enough, not, not a lot, because there haven't been a lot, but enough Valparaiso NCAA tournament teams across the board, basketball, soccer, that the moment you win, you get, a, you get in your case, a couple hours. Basketball generally got like four or five days, and everyone's happy, everyone's thrilled. And the second the name come, comes across, it becomes a riddle you have to solve, a challenge you have. You're really happy right now. Does that happiness turn into fear, or not fear, but but something else when you see, okay, now now we have a task at hand? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's another challenge, right? But you know, I'll I'll steal Lindsay DeSacco's comments from the night before the game uh, when we were talking about does anybody have any feelings or fears or anxieties? And they're like, yeah, I'm nervous. But then I have to remember they have to play against me. So I think my mentality is whoever names comes up there, somebody's gonna be going, oh, we got to play them. And, and to me, that, there's an advantage in that. So whether we, you know, wherever we go, somebody's going to be like, oh, we're going to play a team that, that just won their conference tournament that's won four in a row. Uh, they have great players, uh, kind of like a sleeping, sleeping giant, you know, based on, you know, the injuries we had with the conference record. And well, all. Some, somebody woke up the Beacons at some yeah. point. I mean, it might, might have been coaches in a hotel lobby saying, hey, we're happy that you got here. I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you about that. But um, I, final question here. Uh, because I luckily I got out of the way, so I didn't feel it. What, what does a Gatorade bath feel like? Um, it's cold. When it's mostly ice, it's even colder. And when it's a little chilly outside, it gets even colder. But I got to tell you, though, that those are some of the best moments. Um, you know, the players enjoy that. Um, it may have been cold, but I don't know if I was really feeling it. I was just, you know, yesterday, whether it was 
you know, the final seconds that count down, whether it's the excitement of the kids right afterwards or the, the dance party on the bus on the way back or coming back and seeing a bit to Victory Bell, I can honestly say it just made my heart happy. John Maravich, we wait and see who Valpo is going to play. Looking forward to it. We're here with Valparaiso senior Lindsay Dusatko. Lindsay, apparently the night before the championship match, John Maravich asked you, like, do you guys have any fears? Do you have anything? And you talk about, yeah, we have fears, but they have to play us too. Mm -hmm. Your name's about to pop on the screen with a nationally ranked program or whatever, but they're going to have to play you too. How do you, how do you, how do you look forward to this challenge that's coming before you? I think we are faced with a lot of challenges this season playing um, – the one, two, and three seed in the postseason and beating all of them and realizing we could accomplish anything. And if we're all, if I'm beating these defenders, if we're beating the, if we're defending these forwards, we're golden. So what have the last 24 hours been like for you? Um, lots of studying. Um, <laughs> sure, okay. Not been done on the bus because we were celebrating. So failing in exams, uh, but celebrating and making the most of it. Who was the best dancer on the bus? Oh, for sure, Allie Anderson. She's got a lot of moves. Uh, her body bends not normally, and she <laughs> she gets crazy on the bus. We're hearing so. Rihanna is the hit for oh, her. Oh, yeah, where have you been? And she has a beautiful voice, so that helps her out, too. Uh, as the seconds ticked down yesterday, what were the emotions that were going through your mind? Um, I just started bawling immediately. I was like in shock that, um, everything we've ever worked for, it was kind of like a Cinderella story ending. Um, just a, a lot of emotions, happiness, gratefulness. A lot, of, a lot of coaches who were surprised you made it to the semifinals are mm -hmm. not surprised that you won the whole thing. It's pretty good that you were able to, uh, throw that back at them. Um, I guess what's the next chapter of this? Um, I, I want to make history and win the NCAA game. I think that's what we're all wanting to do, want, all wanting to accomplish. We're here, and that's our goal, yeah. Lindsay DeSatko, thank you so much. We're here with Valparaiso Director of Athletics, Charles Small. Dr. Small, last 24 hours being on the sideline watching this, how, how do you feel? This is just amazing. When you think about what college athletics represents, our student-athletes are high achievers academically, but to see it all come together athletically, and this group shows so much resilience throughout the year, kept fighting, and it, it, there's a cohort of, of seniors that have really left a legacy here, uh, and there's so many different storylines. So yeah. for me, when we think about our student athletes flourishing, being the best versions of themselves, <laughs> and the small version of within that, within, within competition, um, that's just a great example of that coming to play here, um, and I'm sticking with it. When you take over, you took over just over a year ago, and I think the first athletic event that would have occurred would have been a soccer exhibition game, your first kind of official event. The first season that really kind of came to an end was that, and, and you had to deal with probably really mighty disappointment, hosting, losing in the semifinals. To, to see that and to see the growth to this, like just what's, what's your relationship like with this team, knowing that it's the first team that you really got a chance to watch as the athletic director? They're just such great ambassadors for our department. Uh, we talk a lot about choosing to be great, and they just stuck with it. And, uh, you know, that speaks a lot to uh, our coaching staff and, and John Maravich and his leadership uh, and just their discipline and focus. And I love the fall sports because they set the tone for the year. And uh, when you have the, the soccer program uh, competing, fighting, it's just a great storyline. This day in particular, you got the launch of the Roger Powell era later on tonight. You've got this. you got a really – really scorching hot volleyball teams, one eight of nine. You got football that just won a game. Like, are these the weeks that make it all worth it for you? Oh, so much fun. And just so proud of our student athletes, the sacrifice they made, going to class, 
conditioning, practicing, and when the outcomes come, it's, it's so exciting. And, you know, the, in the big picture, the, the great part is people are thinking about Valparaiso University, right? And, and I think that's the power of athletics is that in this in Northwest Indiana and um, nationally, people are thinking about our university in a positive light, and it's awesome what sports can do. Final question. We're recording this interview probably about nine or ten minutes before the selection show starts. Probably Notre Dame, but there's a chance. A little school in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, could be the opponent. How do you uh, how do you feel if you see that name pop up next to Valpo? I think it's such a great opportunity. Whoever we play, you know, I want our student athletes to have a, a wonderful experience, which they will. I mean, the championships is such a great experience with the NCAA. And you know what? Whoever we have to compete against, I want us to get a win. So we're going for it. Dr. Charles Small, thank you so much. Fifth-year senior Allie Anderson is here. The match-winning goal in the Missouri Valley Conference Championship game. That's not what we're going to talk about. I've asked multiple people who the best dancer was on the bus on the way home, and I have heard it's Allie. To she contorts her body in ways that no one, no human being, should be able to do. What was the bus ride home like yesterday? Um, it was a blast. Yeah, I mean, it's an honor to be, I guess, best dancer. I think I was just super excited, you know, it's a great, like, why not have a best time ever, you know, with your, your teammates and uh, yeah, I was just possessed, I guess. <laughs> I, want, I want you maybe reverse shade. Who's the worst dancer on your team? Nikki said it was her. I have not seen Nikki dance, so I can't, I can't say her. Um, that's tough. I mean, I think everyone's a good dancer in their own way. I, you know, <laughs> that's I, fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, take me through the goal. I know we talked about this yesterday. Uh, you've probably watched the highlight now one or 15 times. Um, what was that like? How did just out of body experience? Yeah, definitely. It just didn't feel real. Um, and it still kind of doesn't feel real that like we won and we're going to be at the NCAA tournament. Um, yeah, that moment was awesome. I love kind of rewatching just everyone coming together and celebrating the goal and and everyone running onto the field after like that's such a good feeling so it's so special the journey you guys have been on from the adversity you face to having to go on the road to iowa a bunch you won all four of these one to nothing how much pride do you take in the fact that you guys did your job you did what you had to do you held them scoreless and you won all of these matches kind of the same way yeah i think um we just knew kind of going into the second half that it was 0-0, and we just knew that we had them. Um, you could see in all of our games that if we held them scoreless, we're going to take our chance when we have it. So, um, yeah, that was just kind of awesome to, one, get four shutouts, especially for, for Nikki, you know, breaking the MPC record. But, like, yeah, just having that opportunity to hold everyone scoreless was awesome. When you made the decision to come back after last year, you could have easily said, you know what, I did my four years, I'm done. I imagine it was with this in mind. How satisfying is this knowing that you, you put your life on hold, essentially, take an extra year to do this? Yeah, no, it's the best feeling. It's kind of, you know, a little bit relieving. But honestly, the main reason I came back was I was just not ready to leave my best friends. So um, just doing this together with them is the best. So Best dancer on the team is going to keep on dancing. Valparaiso Beacons and Notre Dame. Looking forward to it. Allie, thank you so much. Thanks, Paul. We are here with Kara Crompton. Kara, what have the last 24 hours been like? Um, it's just been so fun and exciting for us. I think a big thing is, like, we work for this every day, um, and we're all best friends, so, like, seeing that come to light on the field has been really fun for us. I'm going to ask a question, and I hope that this doesn't come off wrong. Like, you are 
part of the bench squad, so to speak, right? Like yes. what it's every bit as important, mm -hmm. right? Um, there is just a group of you guys that I'm sure battle against this team day in and day out. Um, do you feel the same joy? Do you feel more joy? How do you take all that? Um, well, I feel like that has been a big part of my experience on this team. Um, obviously, I'm a junior, and if you had asked me three years ago if this is how I saw my college career playing out, I would have said no. However, I have loved every minute of it. Uh, like you said, like we go to practice every single day. We battle, and like without the people, without all of us on the team, we wouldn't be able to have the success that we have. Um, and at the end of the day, I still love the game of soccer. So going to practice every day and competing is something that I love. And pushing the people who are playing is a big part for me. So um, I'm still happy. I love winning. If we were losing, I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> yeah, so, amen, amen. Um, uh, yeah. As a Green Bay Packer fan, I can tell you I, uh, I hate losing right now. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. Um, you got to take me into the bus on the way home. Uh, I've heard Allie was the best dancer. Uh, who's the worst dancer on the team? Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. I mean, I would like to say we're all pretty good. We okay. all have our own moves and do our own things. So. What is your go-to dance song? Um, well, I, f I feel like this year we've had, like, some pretty standard ones that have kind of taken over. Um, Rihanna's big. Rihanna, Bones, those type of songs. We have a lot of ones that are, like, pregame rituals, so those have been big. What is the strangest speech or... Uh, metaphor or anything that John Maravich has done this year. I mean, we've had the bouncy ball and the oh egg, right? We've yeah, had that. That's um, a classic. Any other big ones that stand out this year? Um, he likes to adapt like certain words that he'll just throw into any sentence, whether they fit in the sentence or not. But I don't know if he realizes he says them. So I don't know if I can reveal them, but those are very fun for us. Very good. Uh, you see Notre Dame's name pop up there. What's, what's your thought? Um, I'm excited for our team. I mean, we started our season there, and it's going to be a great way to go back and see everything that we've worked on come to life. Um, so I think it'll be a fun trip. You spent a lot of time in Iowa. Is there any way we can get it to Ohio? Can we get some Ohio games I next year? I honestly would love that. I've been bargaining. I've put my. I've started putting my words in early. Like, what about Ohio for a pregame next year? So. One of my favorite people on the team, Kara Crompton, one hell of a writer as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. We are here with Valparaiso University senior goalkeeper, Missouri Valley Conference three-time goalkeeper of the year, traded all of that in this year to be the Missouri Valley Conference tournament MVP, the sports editor of the student newspaper. You've got like 19 other things that we can put in front of your name. I just know you as Nikki Coriel. Nikki, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so Notre Dame was just the name that was drawn up there. You have some history with Notre Dame. You played them uh, in an exhibition earlier this year. Obviously, both teams are going to be different, but what do you take from that experience that that can, that can you'll draw on, I guess, in the next couple days as you prepare for this? Yeah, I, tournament aside, I think that exhibition game was one of the most fun games we've played this year. Um, scoreboard aside, too. Like, it didn't, didn't go our way on the scoreboard, but, like, we... We made it difficult for them, for sure. Like, we were building out of the back, trying to break them down, like, and they had troubles against us. So I think it'll be interesting to see, like, how it's developed, how their team's developed, how, how we've grown over the season. And I don't, I don't think it'll – we're not going to roll over. So I think we're going to take all that from the first exhibition game and what, what we've learned so far this season and put it to the test. 
when you see Valparaiso's name come up there, and you probably, I mean, again, you, you probably thought it would be Notre Dame, and then they say it's going to be a short drive, you knew, but, but is this what you dream of as a kid? Oh, absolutely. Like, from the conference tournament, that's, winning that is something you dream of, and then playing the NCAA tournament, that's like, that's just like, I can't even fathom it right now. Um, but yeah, Notre Dame wasn't a surprise at all, but getting to stay close, hopefully we can have a, a pretty good Valpo contingent out there. That's exciting. But yeah, this is everything we could have hoped for for this season. You have gone back and forth to Iowa so many times. What was the dance party like on the bus yesterday? It was about an hour straight to start off. Just everyone was standing up. And I know you can't do much on a bus, right? Because there's not a ton of room. But it was every song you could think of, and people just going crazy, singing our songs that we usually do in the locker room before games. Um, coaches were singing along. You know, it was just it was so much fun. And then you know we took our naps, and then we got back after it <laughs> when we got closer to home. So I've asked a couple of people who the best dancer was. They all tell me Allie Anderson. Who's the worst dancer on your team? Probably me. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, just now you've seen an opponent. Is, is it still fun or now has it become a big challenge? Oh, it's still fun. Like, if you, the reality of it is they have everything to lose. And we're just going in there. We're going to play soccer. We're going to absolutely go out there and try to win. But, I mean, it's the same thing we talked about in the tournament. No one's expecting us to win this game, but we we believe we can. So um, they have everything to lose. We're going to play free. We're going to play hard. And, like, I think that's the hardest team to play against, someone who has nothing to lose and is just going to go out there and ball. So You've given two big speeches in front of the university community in this building. You did it last year prior to the start of the tournament when you guys had everything to lose. Mm -hmm. And then you just did it now. How fun is that to, to know that, your teammates, and they did it with an MVP chant this time, but they've basically said, you're our leader, you go speak for us. Yeah, it's, it's an honor. It's an incredible honor. Um, you know, we have so many incredible seniors and fifth years and leaders on our team. Um, and just, just to know that I have their trust to be able to, you know, represent us. And, you know, it could have been any one of those, those girls out there um, doing that. So everyone represents this team so well um, and represents our campus community and everything that we do. And that's something I'm probably most proud of being a part of this team. Nikki Coriel, thank you so much. Valparaiso against Notre Dame coming up. Date and time to be determined. We'll hear when we hear it. Valpo is going to the NCAA tournament.